This is the Elite Development Podcast, a show with the aim of helping athletes evolve in every element of their careers through real-world advice and experience. I'm your host, Kenny Dussault. I'm a strength and conditioning coach in Calgary, Alberta, with a singular focus on building better athletes. And now, let's get to the episode. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast, the number one show for athletes looking to gain an edge on their opponents and build their dream careers in sport. I'm your host, Kenny Dusso, and today we are going to be talking about three things you need to stop doing when it comes to strength training for combat sports. So why is this important? So I talk a lot on this show about athletes that don't strength train um, because they think it's going to make them slow or they think whatever else it is they might think. And today we're not trying to focus in on that. We're not trying to focus in on, you know, those people that just aren't doing it at all. What I want to focus in on now is those of you out there that understand the importance of strength training, understand that you need to be doing it, but are just now looking for some guidance in how to do it properly in order to actually get the benefit you're looking for. Because I've realized over time, it is a losing battle to try to convince people of something like you need to be something that they need to be doing uh, because a lot of people are just stuck in their own heads and deciding that, you know, I don't need this. And then they're just off to the races like that. So instead of spending my time trying to convince them, I'm going to spend my time trying to help all of you that understand the importance of it on, on how to actually do it more effectively. And in turn, how to get the results you're looking for specific to the sport you're competing in. So the first thing you need to stop doing when it comes to strength training for combat sports is making every workout killer. So when I say that, what I mean is I speak to a lot of athletes out there that, you know, they'll tell me, yeah, I'm lifting weights. You know, my leg day is like 10 sets of 10 squats followed by lunges for as heavy as I can go for five full minutes. And like, they're just coming up with these crazy intense workouts that are absolutely murderous. And then their issues are that, you know, they're too tired to actually train properly and, you know, their gas tank isn't actually improving and they don't feel like strength training is doing anything for them. Now, the reason if you are one of those people that thinks they need to kill themselves with every workout they do, the reason that strength training isn't doing anything for you is because you're not strength training, you're lifting weights. There's a difference. Let me explain. Strength comes from progressive overload. Strength comes from continually trying to add volume over time in order to see the strength adaptations you're looking for. If all you're doing is just blasting as heavy of a weight as you possibly can, or going for as long as you possibly can, or trying to kill yourself with every workout that you do, if that's what your focus is every time, then you're going to be so sore after every session that you won't be able to train effectively through the rest of the week. So yeah, you might get a ton done on one day, but if you can't get much good done the rest of the week, how good do you think that one day really was for you, right? Whereas when you take that intensity down, focus on two to three key lifts, focus on them being hard, but not them absolutely annihilating you. And you're able to do that three times in the week instead of doing that once in the week. Now, how much more strength training have you gotten? But also on top of that, when you have to, go box after strength training or go roll or whatever else it is you might be doing on the same day, you're not destroyed for those other sessions. 
because that's a huge key. And that's one we're going to talk about on this show as well is if you are killing yourself every time you're in the gym, then you're not going to be able to train effectively as often. So stop trying to make every workout killer. I'll just be the one to tell you making a hard workout is not a hard thing to do. What is a hard thing to do is developing a structured plan that is actually going to hold benefit for you over time. So instead of trying to make every workout killer, focus on the structure of the plan and how it's going to help you improve over time without actually having to sacrifice your skills training as well. So we want continual increases and we want you not to have to sacrifice your skills training in order to get all of your lifts in. Now, number two, the second thing you need to stop doing when it comes to strength training for combat sports is isolation workouts. Now, what do I mean when I say this? I speak to so many athletes out there that when I ask them about their routines, when I ask them about, you know, what kind of strength training stuff they're doing, their response is, you know, oh, on Monday I hit legs and then on Tuesday I hit, or on Wednesday I hit chest and back and then on Friday I hit arms and abs. And the reason that this isn't having the effect you want is partially because of what we just spoke about, which is making every workout killer. And what I mean when I say that is that if you are isolated, if you're going into the gym to only hit your legs and to only just burn out your legs, then again, you're not really having an effect coming back to the sport because all you're doing is burning out one area of your body. Now, if you go in to the gym three times a week, and again, you're progressively overloading with the strength in your legs, but you're also adding in explosive power training. You're also adding in you know, upper body strength and building that all up over time. First of all, you're going to get way more training in. And second of all, you're going to be able to concentrate it much more to the actual sport itself than to just burning out your legs with every workout you do. Um, so again, those push pull leg workouts, those are beneficial for bodybuilders. And in the beginning, lifting weights better than not lifting weights. But as you actually start to get into a routine, understanding how to structure a program in order to actually reflect the needs of the sport is going to be much more important than how hard can I hit my legs today. And when I talk about the structure coming back to the sport, one of the really important things that you need to remember is that very, very rarely are you isolating one muscle group while you're competing or while you're training. So your training in the gym needs to reflect the athletic nature of the sport. So yes, you do need to be strength training, but that is a piece of the puzzle. That is not everything you need to be doing. So if your quote unquote strength and conditioning right now is a push pull legs bodybuilding split, you're missing masses of potential that you can bring back to the sport. Now, the third thing that you need to stop doing when it comes to strength training for combat sports is lifting to get better at lifting versus lifting to get better at your sport. Now, when I talk about this, what do I mean? The first thing we need to keep in keep in keep in mind, that's what I was trying to say. The first thing you need to keep in mind when it comes to lifting to get better at lifting is think about what you're focusing on during your lifting sessions. So I was a power lifter for a long time. And the goal of powerlifting is who can stand up with the heaviest squat, who can push the heaviest bench, and who can stand up with the heaviest deadlift. 
So the whole focus of all my training sessions was how can I get more weight on the bar and stand up with it so that I can do that on the day of my competition. So my squat wasn't designed to, you know, build the size of my legs. My squat wasn't designed to, you know, be explosive or anything like that. My squat was designed to be able to get the most possible weight off, stand back up with the most possible weight so that I could win my competitions. Now, what I see a lot of athletes doing is taking that same approach to strength training for combat sports, you know, working on, you know, I'll hear people talk about, you know, they're practicing bouncing out of the bottom of their squats so that they can get a heavier weight back up. And think about it this way. One of the first things you're taught when you're learning how to throw punches, when you're learning how to throw kicks, when you're learning all the elements of combat sports is learning how to throw it without showing it throw and don't show. So if you can take that same concept back to your strength training sessions as well, you're going to see masses of difference. So instead of focusing while you're squatting on how do I get more weight on the bar and how do I lift heavier, focus on what movement pattern is going to translate to more power behind a punch or more power behind a takedown or more power behind anything that it is you need to do when it comes to the sport itself. Like I always tell my athletes, I would rather see you stand up with a perfect 185 pound squat than see you stand up with an ugly 350 pound squat. Because if you're sitting back through your hips, you're engaging your glutes and your hamstrings and you're focused on the hip driving up through the bar while you stand up, you're going to be getting a much cleaner movement pattern that is going to be engaging different muscles and improving your body's coordination that is actually going to allow you to punch harder or kick harder, even if you're lifting less weight. And the same thing with the bouncing out of the bottom. When you're taught to throw a punch, you're taught to throw and not show. Now, if you're bouncing out of the bottom of the squat, you're using momentum. And if you're using momentum in your lifts, that would be like loading up your punch before you throw it. You wanna be able to let that punch go quickly. So in the squat, control your descent or your eccentric motion, stop at the bottom, and then focus on being powerful and explosive with your concentric motion so you can develop more concentric power, which is going to lead to more power behind your punch. So little things like that, little changes like that <clears throat> are going to allow you to see so much more translation back into your sport by focusing on lifting to improve at the sport instead of focusing on lifting to improve at lifting. So even though you're doing the same exercise, Focusing on how you're doing it is going to drastically change the outcomes that you're actually able to see in the sport and in turn drastically change the results that you see on fight night when it actually matters. So we're going to go through a quick recap. So the three things you need to stop doing when it comes to strength training for combat sports. Number one, you need to stop making every workout a killer. If your only focus in every session is I'm improving my mental toughness or I'm learning to fight tired, you're missing the boat. The goal of training isn't to beat you down. The goal of training is to build you up so that you have the best possible gas tank, the highest levels of strength, the highest levels of explosive power on the night of the fight. So if you spend your whole training camp beating yourself down, beating yourself down, beating yourself down, and then right when you're at the bottom, it's fight night you're gonna put yourself in the absolute worst position possible to be successful in that fight. 
But if your focus is progressive overload, if your focus is slowly but surely adding volume over time and structuring the sessions around your other training, now you're going to be able to get better results. You're going to be able to come into the fight at your best instead of at your worst. And in turn, you're going to be able to actually see success where it matters. The second thing you need to stop doing when it comes to strength training for combat sports is isolation workouts. If you are following a push, pull, legs, bro split right now, this is extremely important for you to listen to. You do not isolate one specific muscle group in a fight. You should not be isolating one specific muscle group in your training. Doing those heavy leg days, you know, four sets of 10 to 12 reps on four to five different exercises is designed to bodybuild. It's designed to build up the size in your body and not designed to move more athletically, not designed to be fast, be strong, be explosive, or all those things you actually need when you step into the cage or the ring. So stop with the isolation workouts and start understanding how to coordinate movements more efficiently, how to balance explosive power training as well as strength training, as well as speed training and conditioning, instead of just getting into the getting into the gym, blasting one muscle group and getting out feeling accomplished because you're tired. Now, the number three thing that you need to stop doing when it comes to strength training for combat sports is lifting to get better at lifting. Now, what do I mean when I say this? The important thing you really need to remember, and we've dug into this already, so I won't go too deep again. The important thing you need to remember is that lifting to stand up with a heavier weight on a squat is different muscle mechanics, different muscles needed than lifting to throw more power behind a, behind a punch. So when you are in the gym, focus on the movement patterns that you need to be improving in order to develop more power in order to develop better speed, in order to develop better strength, that's actually going to translate to the sport itself. And a very big key here that I realized I forgot to say earlier is when I say focus on the movement patterns you need, I do not mean step into the gym and throw a bunch of weighted punches because you throw punches in your fight. Because the reason you don't want to be doing that is, first of all, you're already throwing hundreds, if not thousands of punches in your week. So going into the weight room and throwing a bunch more with weight on your arms is a recipe for an overuse injury. However, what I mean is building the mechanics that go behind a punch. So when you're squatting, focus on that same knee extension and hip extension that you want when you're throwing that powerful right hand or when you're turning over when you're throwing a hook. That power that comes from the ground up being built in the weight room is going to increase the actual power you can put behind a punch. So when I say lift to get better at your sport instead of lift to get better at lifting, I do not mean weighted versions of all the movements in the sport. What I mean is thinking about the mechanics that go behind those movements. So another thing is, again, building up strength in your shoulders is incredibly important because if you're throwing a lot of punches, your shoulders are taking a lot of impact. And if your shoulders are stronger, they're going to be able to take more impact. But if all you're doing in the weight room is throwing weighted punches too, now you're just putting them through more impact instead of actually building them up to be able to take more impact. So very, very key difference. That's why I really wanted to reinforce that one here. But that is it. That is all. 
I hope you guys learned a little something from this show today. I appreciate everybody who took the time to tune in live. Um, that is it for the show. I hope you have gained, you have gained some value. If you have, do me a huge favor and share the show with a friend, share the show with a teammate, share this show with someone who needs to hear this message and needs to level up their training abilities in order to reach new levels in their sport. I'm your host, Kenny Dussault. Once again, I hope you all have a great rest of your day and I'll talk to you all again very soon. Thank you again for tuning in to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, I would greatly appreciate if you subscribed and left a review for the show. As well, I would love to hear what your biggest takeaways were from the episode. My contact info is linked below. Send me a message and let me know what you thought. As always, I'm your host, Kenny Dussault. Thank you again and see you next time.